This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Can you feel that? It's your competitive juices flowing for another edition of the Weekly News Quiz. That is right. The last quiz of 2023. Let's bring in the contestants. You've heard from her all day. It's Elizabeth Moeller. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Dave. And a news quiz regular is Karen McGee. Hello, Karen. Hello, everybody. And part of the news quiz family, kind of a joiner in the autumn season, it's been Alicia Yardley. Hello, Alicia. Hello. All right, everybody is here loud and clear. Let's get into the game, starting with the rules. You can't play a game without rules. So there are three rounds of questions with three questions per round. Each question comes with three multiple choice options. If you Answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you answer the question with the options, you get one. If you get it wrong, I mock you and move along until the point is <laughs> awarded. The order of contestants was drawn by Mary Daniel. That's the wife of producer Paul Daniel, who wrote the questions. The order will be Elizabeth Moeller, Karen McGee, and Alicia Yardley. So, starting in the world of international news, Elizabeth Last week, a car company recalled over 2 million vehicles due to reported insufficiencies in the software designed to monitor a driver's attention. What company is it? Tesla. That is two points for Elizabeth Moeller. The software is designed to monitor the driver's attention while using the autopilot function. Elizabeth, off to a... Good start no here. No smart driving for me. No, not not yet at least. Not <laughs> the, no no automated cars for blind people just yet, but there's Don't. still hope. Uh, heading over to Karen McGee. Karen, Nobel Peace Prize winner Nargis Mohammadi was unable to accept her prize in person because she's imprisoned. In what country is she imprisoned? Can you give me the choices, please? Is it Iran, India, or Sri Lanka? I'm going to say Iran. That is correct. One point for Karen McGee. She's been imprisoned since 2016. Okay, so one point for Karen, two points for Elizabeth. Alicia, an opportunity here for you to get on the board. According to a United Nations report, which country is the new leading producer of the world's supply of opium? Who is now the top supplier of opium? producer of opium in the world. Uh, can I get the choices, please? Is it Vietnam, Myanmar, or Afghanistan? going to say uh, Myanmar. That is correct. One point for Alicia Yardley. Poppy cultivation in the, former, uh, in the former leading supplier, Afghanistan, dropped by 95% after the Taliban took back over last year so round one impressive everybody got their question right elizabeth without the option so elizabeth has two karen's got one alicia's got one it's anybody's game going into round number two karen you get the first crack of round number two though 
Last week, a city council in Nova Scotia announced it would be canceling its New Year's Day festivities in light of an ongoing homelessness crisis. What city made the decision? I'll take the choices, please. Is it Digby, Antigonish, or Halifax? I'm going to say Halifax. That is correct. One point for Karen McGee. The city council agreed to instead fund meals for people sleeping intense so there we go two points for karen mcgee two points for elizabeth moeller one point for alicia so alicia you got an opportunity to jump ahead here tie the whole thing up the vancouver art gallery turned an exhibit of paintings from a famed group of seven member into a study of how the works were later found to be fakes who was the group of seven painter oh uh can i get the choices please is it aj kassan J.E.H. McDonald or Emily Carr? Uh, Emily Carr? Incorrect. Elizabeth, the chance for a steal. Casson or McDonald? I am going to say McDonald. That is one point for Elizabeth Moeller. In 2015, the gallery purchased the 10 oil sketches that were previously unknown to be associated with McDonald's and then... After the purchase, the authenticity of the sketches were found to be fakes. I think that sentence is a little confusing. I'll ask Paul about that later after the show. Okay, okay, Elizabeth, question number three of round number two, a chance to expand your lead. Last week, a judge ordered a Vancouver Island candidate for the People's Party of Canada to stop referring to himself as a member of a particular profession. What profession was he claiming to be a part of? Options, please. Did he think he was a dentist, an engineer, or an accountant? B. I should have just gone with my gut because I thought that, but I wanted those options just to, you know, lock it in. Lock that, it in, Dave. So that is correct. Engineer David Hilderman ran for the PPC in Saanich Gulf Islands in 2021. He has a university degree in engineering, but it's not licensed. So there you go. you got to be licensed to claim that you're an engineer. So Elizabeth is uh, jumping ahead here with four points. Karen at two. Alicia with one. It's still anybody's game going into round three. All of these questions are holiday-related. So it's going to include Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Christmas. Alicia, you get the Hanukkah question. Hanukkah wrapped up last week. When children play with a dreidel, they also do a little bit of gambling. But not with real money, but with money otherwise known as gelt, which is made of a particular type of food ingredient. Alicia, what kind of food ingredient is gelt made of? Great question, and I think my uh, my Jewish dad would kill me if I didn't get this right, so chocolate. Bingo, bongo! <laughs> Two points for Alicia Yardley, getting herself up to uh, three points, so it's usually wrapped in gold or silver file. I uh, love Hanukkah. Been to a couple of uh, celebrations over the years. I really enjoy that one. Really, really enjoy that one. So Alicia's back in the game. Elizabeth, you need, you need this question, question number two okay. of round number three. Kwanzaa is celebrated from December the 26th till January 1st. It celebrates family, culture, community, and the harvest. What do green candles represent during Kwanzaa? Uh, options, please. Is it hard work, self-determination, or hope? I am going to say hope. 
That is correct. One point for Elizabeth Moeller. The colors of Kwanzaa are black, red, and green. Black for the people, red for their struggle, and green for hope. So that puts uh, Elizabeth in a good position here, a commanding lead. Karen, you're pretty much out of this thing, but you can still compete for second place with this one. I, I know it's tough, Karen. You haven't had a lot of cracks at this because people have been nailing their questions. But this one's all about Christmas. You get the Christmas question. It's not about a Hallmark holiday movie, though, so, so, so that's, that, that's not quite fair. So the online gambling website CSGO Luck developed a list of the top 10 Christmas songs that boost productivity. What is the number one Christmas song that boosts productivity, Karen? That boosts productivity. This is the most bizarre <laughs> question I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I would, I would, love, take... I would love to know their methodology on this. I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and I'm going to say rocking around the Christmas tree. Boom! Two points. Brenda Lee, rocking around the Christmas tree. Although, by the way, not actually a Christmas song. It's a Thanksgiving song. Oh, well, that just blew that out of the water, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's all good, though. It's, we'll call it holiday music. See, the beauty of using neutral terms like holiday in that equation. So that vaults Karen uh, into second place. But with that, the winner is... Elizabeth Moeller. Elizabeth, congratulations. Thank you, Dave. And I do love me a little rocking around the Christmas tree. Well, there you go. You see, look at that. A win-win all around. By the way, the methodology was all about beats per minute, and medical research suggests that higher beats per minute helps to relax one's brain and leads to higher productivity. So, you know, a banger, like a rocking around the Christmas tree uh, gets the job done by Brenda Lee. Okay, with that, I say goodbye to Elizabeth. Good job on the win. I also say goodbye to Alicia. Alicia, great effort, but, uh, but Elizabeth was just too strong today. So, Alicia, thank you. No worries. Thank you. Now, there's about two minutes left on the clock here. Karen McGee, the topic of the last segment in the roundtable about volunteer firefighters ticked you off a little bit because old Dave Brown here is a city boy and you want to attack my narrow focus. Uh, it's not a narrow focus. It's just a different focus, Dave. So growing up in a small town and living in a small town, we rely on volunteer firefighters. And they, men and women who give up their, their holiday time to train, they are the first line of response. They know the people whose homes they're going to save. We could not afford to have a paid fire department here. I couldn't afford my taxes if we did because they cost a lot. We're lucky that we live between two pretty close cities, Brockville and Cornwall. When and if they need help, they call those guys in for help. They call in all the other fire departments from around. There is lots of support for volunteer fire departments. They are really well-trained, but what they do most importantly in the towns like this is they provide education. So they will come around and like I've had my door knocked on several times over the years by firefighters when they come in, they come and check all our um, smoke detectors, our carbon monoxide detectors. Do we have batteries? If people can't afford them, they give them to them. Um, so education is a lot of what they do. So we don't have a lot of the firefighters. I totally see your point about um, climate change. It's becoming a little trickier. Um but I have full confidence in our local volunteer firefighters. And yeah. it sounded like some of you guys on the panel maybe didn't. And I just wanted to get that in there for all our small town people. I, I think it's a really good lens to apply here, but I do think it's important to note. I think we all sort of claimed we respected the work that is done by volunteer firefighters and we support the idea of a tax credit for local volunteer firefighters. But 
as a collective society, we need to start making some priorities and decisions, and it can't be public safety by a volunteerism. But Karen, we gotta go. I gotta, I gotta leave it there. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Enjoy all the Christmas Save me, movies. my friend. I do. Thank that, you. That's all the time there is for today until tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I'm Dave Brown reminding you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.